Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the gazebo. Picture a small scenic town with a little bit of snow on the roof and a flyover shot right now because that is happening as we start the podcast. Got some jazzy Christmas tunes playing in the background. Generic, of course. We don't want to have any no. uh, copyright issues. No, yeah, yeah, very much. You know, yeah, we're not paying any sort of royalties for these. <laughs> Just very. Very free. Several sponsorship opportunities are still available. Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> but act now because knocking down the doors. Yeah, do not open until Christmas. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It didn't. No. Yeah. Open before Christmas. Should we introduce ourselves? Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be Cousin Eddie from now on. Okay. Cousin Adam. Cousin, cousin Addie. Adam. Cat, cousin, cousin Addie. Cousin Eddie Brown. Cousin Eddie Brown. Okay. That's the last name. Okay. For Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie Brown. That's, I mean, I also like Yukon Cornelius from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, okay. How do you work that into your action? Yeah, go work that into your name, right? So Yukon Adam. Yukon Cornelius Adam. Yukon Adamelius. That doesn't work. We have to figure that out. Yeah, I've been racking my brain. I had the kids working on it, too. I can't figure this one out, so... If anyone well, actually the, is listening to this, maybe you could tweet Dan or whatever we do. Yeah, that. at Dan will play. The O is a zero because I'm cool. Wow, look at you go. That's yeah. how I end every episode of Squelch. So perfect. Uh, yeah, no, I um, I think the problem is you have such an original name. I know. Yeah, yeah Adam Brown. Adam Brown. Like, that's like oh, how it's just so unique that it's just hard to really play off it. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, well, you know. Friend, I'm here, <laughs> and I am Dan Winter Wonderland. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. Switching it up. So I have two nicknames. Adam has zero. So remember that. You have. I, I also came up with a couple more last night for you. Oh, okay. One is Gingerbread Dan. Okay. You could be the Gingerbread Dan. But after watching this movie, Mistletoe Secret, you could be the Mistletoe Dan. Oh yes. Today I am Mistletoe Dan. <laughs> Pretend I never said Dan Winter Wonderland. I am Mistletoe Dan today. We'll use the other one later. I'm, that is perfect. And I'm going to stick with that for the rest of the season. I'm also super jealous of Danta Claus. Danta Claus is awesome. Dan yeah. works so well in Christmas nicknames. I'm impressed. Yeah, well, you I'm know, that's why, that's why we're here. It's the purpose of the show. I was like, you know, how can we really just highlight how well Dan Winterland works in Christmas nicknames. And we're like, we need to start a podcast. We are two short, bald, white dudes. We need a podcast. Another podcast, because we also have other podcasts, both of us, because we're middle-aged. Yeah. Speak for yourself, by the way. I have like seven hairs left up there. So. Congratulations. I wish I was more of my dad bald. My dad has a perfect bald with none of the hair on top. It's just a patch <laughs> around the side. I have like the Dave Letterman bald, where it's like, of a patch of hair in the front, and then like no, like a moat of no hair, and then like I have then hair again. Yeah. It's just terrible when it comes to when it comes to like haircuts and stuff. Cause like you can go a little while without getting a haircut if you have just like the the dad bald, where you're just bald on the sides above the ears, and you got the the completely bald top of the head. Yeah. But if you have like a Dave Letterman, you can't like go three weeks without shaving your head or two weeks because it just looks. Poor. Well, some someday I'm just gonna let it go, and I'm gonna go Hulk Hogan style, where fully bald on top. So I'm not there yet, but when I get there, Ooh. we're fully bald, grow it out in the back, and then wear a lot of head like bandanas. That's, good. That's a good idea. That's, That's a really good look. It's like it's like not quite you know the mullet is business in the front party in the back, but the Hulk Hogan is like you know punching the face in the front party in the back. Yeah, no, but I, I, I mean, I'm a kinder, gentler Hulk Hogan. Well, it's a low bar because he's a terrible human being. <laughs> that is true, too. I guess maybe I don't want to go that route, but uh, I've always thought that is, you know, if you're going to go for it, that's the way to go for it, is that yeah. look. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got way off track there. Yeah, we did. Let's start talking about The Mistletoe Secret, starring uh, country music's own Kelly Pickler. I didn't know who she was, but I assumed she was a country music star because they had to shoehorn her southern accent into the story somehow. Well, that was prominently featured. Her southern accent was a character yeah. in this movie. They needed to explain that earlier. Like, I'll go into this if we want. Like, the first, like, 15 minutes before they explained why, or half hour, before yeah. they explained why she had a southern accent, I was like, oh, I'm not going to let this pass. Like, she has, a, like, a deep southern Alabama or North Carolina or whatever it is accent in Utah. 
Well, I was wondering that myself. I said, is that I don't feel like I, I associate this particular dialect with Utah. Yeah, you know, this, definitely this accent. not. I suppose it's more an accent than a dialect, but yeah, it was. Uh, they did get to that eventually, but I was thrown yeah. out. Yeah, and her dad, famous man, Pat Duffy. Yeah, um, did not have any sort of accent. I well, he had a different kind of accent. He kind of did, but not southern. It was like a, like a maybe an Indiana accent or something. <laughs> it was kind of like there was something there, but like it wasn't southern. He did have a mustache that wouldn't quit though. That was a fine mustache. <laughs> fine mustache. So let's start with the beginning of this. Excellent mountain village flyover, by the way. Really liked it. Yeah. Really liked it. Lots of real snow in that first shot. Then, I, I mean, I'm fairly positive this was shot in the summer, though. Oh, yes. Right. And Abby, so I watched this actually with Abby and my lovely wife this time around, Ooh. which was fun. So yeah. people are starting to take notice in my house. Yeah. And watching some Christmas movies. But yeah, Abby uh, Abby said it won't, because I said, I don't think it's actually winter. I think that snow is either fake or like they, you know, the Zamboni dumped it on the side of the road and the... After cleaning off the local ice sheet, and they just threw some around. And Abby goes, "Yeah, look at the trees, Dad. They're, the leaves are all green." She was absolutely right. So that just cracked me up. Yeah. All right, all right, everybody. So I have just like a cough. I, I assume the cough is from a malevolent being trying to stop this great podcast from going forward, and we refuse to go there. So. Probably throughout the episode, you're going to hear like awkward pauses. That's just that's just me muting the microphone so I can cough without getting it too much into your ears. So sorry about that. <laughs> Dan has Satan's cough. Right yeah. Now. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we, we start out at Mistletoe Diner, yeah. um, which is where we meet our hero, Aria, played by Kelly Pickler. Yes. There's CGI snow happening outside yep. the cafe yep. as they zoom in, which uh, that was great. Um we learn that Aria has called a second emergency Christmas council meeting for mm -hmm. that morning mm -hmm. and reserved a table. Yes, reserved a table in an empty restaurant. Empty restaurant. And it, a restaurant that she owns. That she owns. And she could have said, hey, you know, could you take a different table because we're, um, we're going to be using this one here. I don't think that they or put coffee there. I don't think the reserve was necessary. Yeah. But it did set up the fact that right now, mid, what was it, Midtown? Midway. Midway, Utah. Midland, Middle Utah, Middle Earth Utah, Middle Earth Utah. Oh, man, that was a seriously dorky reference, but I don't mind. No. Uh, so anyway, Middle Earth Utah, and she we're setting up the fact that it's on it's on hard times right it now. It's struggling. It's because of the new ski resort and those snowboarders. No one wants to come down to the the village anymore. Everyone just hangs out at the evil ski resort. They're extreme sporting. Apparently, yep, yep. I, snow resort. I honestly resort. don't understand how they got away without having like a ski battle to see, you know, which which group won. I was hoping for that. I was hoping for like the Powder Eight. Yep. Um, I, what movie was that? Aspen Extreme. They did the Powder Eight. <laughs> I was hoping that like maybe that would happen with Pat Duffy yeah. ski racing some. Big city guy or in winning or uh, out cold like the like, with like Zach Galifianakis is like sure. first movie or whatever it is with which uh, prominently displayed uh, a song off the the Green album from Weezer. Amazing, such a good movie, <laughs> such a good movie. So anyway, we hear that the Sugar Plum Sugar Plum Lodge is on hard times; they're barely surviving. No one's at the Mistletoe Diner other than no. Pat Duffy, who is yeah. Kelly Pickler's dad. Yep. Patrick's in there for his daily cup of coffee. She won't let him sit at the table. Because <laughs> he's not part of the Christmas, Christmas council. council. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, and immediately Patrick Duffy throws her under the bus for having control issues. Yeah, which was weird. Yeah. So the Christmas council was what? Sugarloaf Lodge. Yeah. Right? Or Sugar Plum Lodge. One of the, I Yeah, it was the, it was the, it was the hotel. It was the, the hotel, hotel owner. Yep. It was the failed actor, actress, lady. With the crazy red hair. Yep, with the crazy red hair. It was the guy who obsessed about nobody ever going to his thing, whatever that was. Craig? Or Craig? Craig? Sure. It's like, Craig? We could say one or the other. Because yeah. his, his whole shtick was, you know, no one's going to this thing that I worked a whole bunch of time, I spent all this time on, and it you know, it pays off at the end, but, and then it was the the restaurant. Yeah. Those were the, those, those four were the people were a member council. of the council, yes. Yeah. And Craig offered to fix there was an issue with an oven door or something and you know kelly's kelly pickler already had it fixed 
and Patrick Duffy throws her under the bus and he says, well, she's got control issues. Oh, like, well, yeah? Well, jeez, all right. Thanks. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. So then, you know, we hear, all right, town's on hard times. We're having some issues. But so Pickler re- reveals that uh, Sterling Masters from the travel show, Sterling Travel, or, oh, Masters Master of Travel. Tra- tra- yeah, Travel Masters. Something like that. He might be coming. Yeah. Because it's top it's three. Tokyo, Japan. Yep. Austin, Texas, sure. and Middle Earth, Utah yep. are the ones that are down to you know down to the wire in who's the best Christmas yeah. city of all time. Yeah, and I'm sure every I'm sure both Tokyo and Austin were like, oh, we've got this in the bag this year. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we go to, we see we see the show, and Sterling was a big hat guy. I don't know if you picked up on this, but hmm. he had it, he started out with like a crazy ear flap hat. He looked like a polar bear. In the first scene, we see him in his show. Oh. And then it cut to him in a Santa hat. And then when we see him in his office later, every magazine on the back wall, he had like an Indiana Jones hat and one and like a cowboy hat. and that. Anyway. Oh, but then we never see him in a hat again. I was like, oh, I want to see all the. I thought they were going to have like all kinds of crazy hats on this guy. Oh, Easter eggs. See, this is what you get when you, you know, when you hit your 100th Hallmark Holiday Classic. Yeah. This is the kind of details you notice. I'm not sure I'm quite to 100 yet. I know. I'm I'm well into the double digits. Let's put it congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I think I am as I know I am as well. Definitely the double digits. Time I will not get back. So we <laughs> see. Yeah. So anyway, we we cut to San Francisco, and Sterling Masters is talking to his college roommate. Yes. Slash best friend yes. and also ghostwriter yeah. Alex. Yeah. Who does all the writing on the website? And then we learned earlier that uh, Kelly Pickler. Um, she so she likes the show, but she loves the website. That's really where the magic it's is. The writing, yeah, the writing. She just is obsessed with his writing, and she loves him for his writing. And his show is okay and fine and great, and she doesn't miss an episode. But the writing is incredible because, yep. uh, you know, websites are a thing. Sure. Yeah. I've heard that. The World Wide Web's. My favorite. Web's. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like webs of lies. I don't like or those. spider webs. I don't like those either. I mean, I like them for like their mosquito eating if they eat mosquitoes. That's more of like a dragonfly thing. So, I'll, I mean, moving on, I guess. They tell us they eat mosquitoes. <laughs> I'm not sure why. So, we learned that there's some kind of a contract. There's like a mystery contract yes. where nobody can know that Alex is the ghostwriter. Yes. And this is a huge deal. And if somebody finds out, all is lost. Yeah. This was a, and the contract came up multiple times during the movie. Well, the contract was like the major actor in this entire. I mean, this movie like revolved around this contract, yeah. which was based on a Shakespeare play, right? It was um, uh, the one where someone had the one person lies about who they are. It's like every single teen movie is also based on this one, isn't mm. there? Shakespearean? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe I just love myself some teen movie. I don't know. You want to talk about 80s ski movies, I can help you there. Oh, sure. Shakespeare, I'm a little little hazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. And if I'm wrong, you can just, you know, not tweet at me. Fair enough. So, anyway, the contract's introduced. What could go wrong? Alex is heading out to the small town. So, Pickler's expecting Sterling to show up. Can't you know where is where could Sterling be? Should be here soon. You know that kept coming up. Anyway, so Pickler is decorating. She's just belting out some Christmas tunes. Patrick Duffy shows up. He literally says, "I would have helped despite your micromanaging." I'm like, geez, Dad. Okay, we get it. She's an independent woman. Yeah, that's fine. Decorate your own stuff, and if you don't want any help decorating your own cafe, that's fine. Yeah, maybe the reason she's not inviting you over to help is because she doesn't want to deal with your like constant ribbing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yourself, Patrick Duffy. Hashtag bad dad. So Alex shows up. It's late at night, and he's complaining. Well, doesn't anybody eat past sundown around here? And no, because yeah, why would you? It's a small town. That's yeah. Who's works. eating it? I, I, this is something I don't understand about movies. Is they assume that everyone eats dinner at nine o'clock at night. Well, if you're in the big city, you do. Who does that? Like, like we got reservations for nine thirty. I'm like, to go to sleep. With well, that last movie, the, the scavenger out they ate at like four o'clock. Then they finish at midnight. Yes. So anyway, so uh, Alex shows up at the cafe, helps her with an ornament, shorts out the circuit. That yeah. she, you know, she's just trying to get this thing done. 
Her dad, everybody's trying to, to plug stuff into that circuit. Yeah. Blows it. Yeah. Who does that, by the way? Like, come on. Like, who just, she's got this dude. Like, you do not need to go plug in that outlet for her. She's aware. She knows how power cords work. Yeah. When I go into other people's properties, I don't just start plugging in cords randomly. Especially, yeah, should. especially when they say, oh, we're closed. That door should have been locked. I can't believe my, my employee didn't lock it. You are a stranger. Yeah. And a man, and I'm a, lo- a woman by herself. Please, would you leave now? And he says, no, I'm going to climb this ladder, get weirdly close to you, yeah. hang this for you, and then go plug in this cord. You will serve pie. Yeah, and, and now you will serve me pie, which okay. we didn't talk about the pie earlier, but this is her mother's magic pie recipe. Mistletoe pie. Mistletoe pie. poisonous. Yes. You, if you eat mistletoe pie, you will die. It's not good. That's why that's the rhyme. Mistletoe pie, mistletoe pie. Do not eat me because you'll die. <laughs> The Christmas, Christmas, I mean, all of us know. We all chanted it around the Christmas bush. <laughs> you didn't do that? I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Dan can't laugh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it so, hurts. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any assistance. Okay, we get it. You're, you're kind of tough, which is great. Um, but yeah, th- there were so many things wrong with that scene. Like, yes, as a, as a, as anyone, you don't just show up. And, Sorry, we're closed. You're not welcome here. No, no, I'm good. You can hang out and plug yeah. some stuff in. And yeah, that's not how what, society works. The proper response is, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I didn't enough. realize. Yeah, I will, I'll get out of here. I will. Yes, thank you. Where should I stay? <laughs> uh, anyway, she says at some point you can take the girl out of North Carolina, but you can't take North Carolina out of the girl or something like that. Yeah, it, okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah now and, now the accent made sense. Yes, right? it did. And. I mean, thank you for putting that in the movie. I appreciate that. But I mean, couldn't you have just like put this movie in like the mountains of Tennessee or something? Yeah, I don't know why it had to be. Why Utah. did we have to do Utah? Just like do like the Appalachian Mountains and Where? Tennessee or or anything. Where, I mean, I'm sure you can. There's some place, something you could have done wherever. Can yeah. Pick where yeah. Uh, so, oh, and Alex says, you know, well, sad time for me. My family's on the annual Christmas cruise. Like that's a bad thing. That sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Why is he not on the family Christmas? He's got to write a mystery book. I don't think that was real. Was that real? No, it was totally fake. So this was so like he's so he so but he did not want to go to this town at all. So we should we actually skip this part of the yeah that's true recap. So he did not want to go to Middle Earth, Utah because it was too small and small towns recognize a stranger. Even though I mean it's a resort town, right? So they would probably not recognize yeah. them. They probably would want someone to come in. Despite apparently the yeah. thousands of people that are at the fancy X yeah. Games resort yeah. down yeah. the street. Exactly. He wanted to go to Tokyo really bad. But Sterling, his best friend and college roommate and person who is using his talent to write a book, literally is going to use the, the proceeds of like the, the website articles. articles. That this yeah. other guy did. Yeah. 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 Seems very not okay, but yeah. get a better lawyer. Mm-hmm. Skeeziest friend of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I, I, I mean, get a better lawyer. You wrote that. You should at least be getting all that money. So he's like, I'll get you a book deal. No, you've already got him a book deal because you're packaging his essays into a book. You've got him a book deal. There's, I mean, how can he own all that content? It just seems insane to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but it seems like get a lawyer. But um, so but Sterling had some... He wanted to have some business to get done in L.A. about some fancy deal with his publisher. And so then he had, oh, that's why he had forced him to go to Middle Earth, Utah. Yeah. So he was very unhappy to be there. Yeah. And then, so now here we are. Yeah. Well, my favorite line or favorite kind of discussion of the whole movie is when he says something like, well, I didn't expect a small town to be so creative about Christmas. What's that even mean? Uh, have you never seen a Hallmark movie? Yeah, dude. Small towns are like the best with Christmas because that's what Hallmark movie believes. Right. And that's why... Kelly Pickler is so offended. Yeah. He also kind of rips on the cafe. He's like, no, this pie is better than I thought. Was this dump? You know, yeah. I was like, I can't believe you make good pie. Nah, it's like, what? Not, not a hot start. Yeah. For that yeah. Guy. But yeah. What do you mean you're, you're not open 24 hours and your food's good? What? She was alone not there by herself. How can you open 24 hours a day when you. Not not a hot start. For no, no. Else. But you can tell they're in love, though. <laughs> yeah, they will be. So Sugarloaf Lodge, so I'm going to call her. So she talks about, she references a, a bad breakup in New York for our hero, Aria. Yeah. When they're talking. And then we hear about the fictional missile, mistletoe man, which is yes. the first time this happens. Yes. Um, let's talk about that later. That was annoying. But, the mistletoe man? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not a horror movie. I no. thought maybe it was a horror movie. That it Could was. have been. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds creepy. But it wasn't on Hallmark uh, Mysteries. It was on oh. Hallmark. Are those actually like mysteries, the Christmas movies? No, I think the Christmas movies on there, they're just like a, like, I think like a hard G. Instead we, of like, can't, we can't get into those. Because I'm, there's too much to keep up with Hallmark Channel. If you add in the movies and mysteries or whatever that channel yeah, is. It's, they're still Hallmark holiday movies, but they're like, instead of like being like a, like a family friendly G, they're kind of like a hard G. Like they say words like dang. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Pickler hates Alex. Get out of, get out of my town. Is, you know, that's where she's at. Patrick Duffy, though. What do you mean? So Patrick Duffy plays the town Santa the next morning. Yes. And she gives him his, she doesn't hate him. She says, here's your, Here's your holiday passport to get everything done. Yeah. The holiday passports. Of the, I thought the dad gave that to him. Patrick Duffy gave that to him. Did he? I think so. I thought he went in to get his passport stamped. Yeah. Maybe, in the morning. He came, for, he came in the morning for pie, more pie. Yeah. Like morning pie. And then also to get his, to meet Santa and get his stamp stamp. Yeah. Get, get his stamp. Dessert breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he got the, maybe he got the. I don't remember. Anyway, Patrick Duffy immediately likes this guy. Oh, loves him. Like you, it's like Patrick Duffy plays the child character in this movie. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. So, he, so Patrick Duffy <laughs> is the child. So he kind of, you know, he he, he plays a child character. So he's immediately just like, oh, this is the son I never had. Yeah. He's perfect. Yep. I can take off my. He's the worst Santa Claus ever. Really bad Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah. Like, and not only does he like not have even a pillow stuffed into his like, worrisomely thin frame, I'm going to, I'm going to say. Like, I hope he's okay. I hope he's not sick. I'm just going to say. Patrick Duffy, heart, you know, I'll miss you. I hope you're, hope you're doing okay. Okay. And then um, takes off his beard to chat with... To he, with I mean, he, he clearly established that he was Santa's helper. Yes. Yeah. But, like, to I, whom? Yeah. I don't know. We don't need to talk too much more about that issue. Uh, mm-hmm. Just keep your beard on, Patrick yep. Duffy. Yep. So, I mean, anyway. So... We hear more about, you know, Kelly Pickler's departed mom. Yes. And a little bit about the the Christmas council, the Christmas passport, and mom created all that stuff. Yes. So she started Kelly the first Christmas, Christmas council. Passport. Yeah. Abby Abby goes, right around this time, Abby goes, this is cray-cray. <laughs> Aria's going to find out that Alex is the writer, and they're going to kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We actually had a good discussion about honesty and just being honest with each other, and then all of the problems in this movie would have just gone away. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair to um, Beard Beardo, I, what's his name? The main character's name? Alex. Alex, thank you. Alex and Sterling. To be fair to Alex, um, he did try to, like, he was kind of in a tough spot because his boss. Well, the contract. Yes, his boss was there, and he wasn't supposed to be there. Later. I mean, yeah, so I kind of feel like I don't necessarily blame him because you're kind of put in a tough spot. That's your livelihood. Yeah. True. So, true. Well, we, we skip ahead next to a tree lighting ceremony. Uh, and by the way, Alex is a passport stamp collecting machine. He is all in for the Christmas. Well, it's passport. his job, right? I mean, so his job is to write about Christmas. But I think he really enjoyed the passport. I think he does too. But I think he really enjoys Christmas. I think he likes going to these towns and learning about Christmas. And I think he's honestly... They, he writes what my opinion was. So he's he's a travel writer. Yeah, and he likes to travel. And he, I think he honestly likes going to see how Christmas is done in different places. I think he was um, actually surprised at how unique that Middle Earth Utah was, which I thought was so. I, I started this movie started, and I was like, oh gosh, another stinker. And then I think Alex, Alex as a character really kind of drew me into like this. Is, this might be on my my Christmas tree of favorite Hallmark color. No way. It's I mean, wow. I'm not saying it for sure is. Like, if it is going to be one of the low ornaments that no one really sees, <laughs> it's not a high ornament. It's not a star. But, yeah. but it's, it might be it's like on the back. tree. Yeah. It's on the back. Definitely on the back. Definitely on the back of the tree. I could see this. Maybe on, even on the side of the tree. But we need to get through the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. what we should, maybe at some point we'll do like a countdown of three or four that make it onto our tree. Yeah. Right? Which I, do you like that, our Christmas tree, though? I came up with that the other day. That was a really good thing. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. I like it. So... We're at the tree lighting ceremony. This is one of my favorite scenes. Of course, they are doing this. They're starting it off in a gazebo. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. gazebo. Wonderful gazebo. Very nice gazebo. Um, yeah. So we had the dramatic red-haired lady, and she starts out, you know, giving this great speech from a script, which 
blows away in like a 50 mile an hour gust of wind. Like you do. Like <laughs> you do. Whoosh. Oh, there goes the script. And she could not handle it. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, yeah, it was wonderful. And then everyone's like, oh, like, there were a oh, lot of people there too. Crickets, like people yeah. adjusting their yeah. ties. Zoom into Alex. Like, and Alex is like, oh, oh, this is not why I want, this is why I didn't want to come here. I should have been to Tokyo. And Abby goes, awkward. <laughs> yeah. And then Pickler jumps in and saves the day with a, like, a Linus-esque holiday monologue where she gets up there. Oh, yeah. And just goes to town. Yep. And then pans back to the crowd, and they're all like, oh. And Alex is like, you just like, see the love in his eyes. He's like, oh, I'm going to marry this woman from Utah slash Kentucky? North Carolina. North Carolina? Yeah, yeah like cartoon heart just yeah. bulging oh, yeah. out of Oh, yes. Like, oh, amazing. Yeah, you're just like, wow, what a woman. She is organized. She loves Christmas. She can, like, save the day. So we go, we cut to, you know, Heckler's kind of moving and shaking, talking to town folk. And here we see Alex roasting marshmallows with our buddy Craig. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. He makes he makes friends. That's good. So they go on like a walk, and she starts to maybe see him in a little differently. But she is not at all buying the alibi, and she's kind of cross examining him. And this was a well, came back over and over. She's wait a minute, what's your book about? You know, who would? Because this was my other like the beginning of the movie. I thought was really bad because like okay, your job is to go and lie about who you are, yeah, so that you can get like the like the the every man's you know view of Christmas in this location. So you're, you should, um, you should, uh, have like something already figured out, right? Like what's your cover story, right? Like why would you have a cover story figured out? Because you are always going in incognito. And he's apparently good at this. Yeah. He's doing it forever. So like all of a sudden, like she asks a question like, oh, where are you from? And what do you do? He's like, oh, 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 I'm Santa Claus. And I deliver presents to all the boys and girls in the world. No, no, I mean, no. I'm a mystery writer. That actually might have been better if he turned out to be Santa Claus. Well, I mean, anything would be I just, that was, I thought, the weirdest part of this. Like, he, the movie wouldn't have changed if he had just had a good cover story. <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm just saying. I agree. So we see, I mean, just open hat, or open coats everywhere. Oh, yes. Nobody's got a hat on. Nope, nope. Because it's not real, it's not the, real winter. The elf... People that kind of showed up in a number of they had literally short sleeves and like tights. Yes. <laughs> so yes. it's not winter, yeah. obviously. But yeah, so uh, Ari oh, is going uh, to get one, a treat. I have one more thing about yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this scene about the, the marshmallow roasting. Yeah. Where she asks about, you know, how many did you ruin to get this roasting right? Well, I mean, yeah. he could have just figured that out. But those are those, those are the official like marsh roasting marshmallow ones. Have you seen these in the grocery store? No. They exist and they are a scam. Do not buy them, dear listeners. It's just marshmallows. They're, they are, but they're too big. Oh. So you can't get it even roast. So because they're so thick, you actually can't get the inside gooey enough without the outside just burning. Interesting. So we had we used them at the cabin this last year. But if you so, are out there for sponsorship uh, opportunities, yes, giant we, marshmallow company, we are available. Yes, we totally I love are. your product. Yes. But you you know, uh Danta Claus, you know, uh what was the one for the mistletoe dan. Mist mistletoe dan, you know, thumbs down on the the large square marshmallows for roasting. Go with like just normal big circle ones, the, the cylindrical ones, and you'll be just fine. Just stay puffed all day long. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're we're talking about uh, at, what's her name, Aria. Aria's going to get a tree the next morning. <laughs> Patrick Duffy can't go though because his back is sore. Yeah. Uh, shifty eyes. Oh, yeah. sore back. Yeah. A la Tom Arnold from the Scavenger Hunt. Oh, She's yes. totally setting them up to go yeah. Christmas tree shopping. Oh, how good would Tom Arnold been in this movie? Yeah. What if? The Ghostwriter was played by Tom Arnold. What if Tom Arnold was just like, I want to see a one-man show Christmas movie of Tom Arnold just being all the characters. <laughs> yes, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it, I mean, Abby Brown goes, hey, come on. There's no way that, uh, just there's no way that his back hurts. He's just trying to set them up together. Nailed it, kid. We go after. She knew what she's doing. Uh, all right. So, oh. And at this point, Patrick Duffy says to Aria, she goes, you know what? I think he's the mistletoe man. <laughs> and she goes, are you, she literally looks at him and goes, are you serious? You know? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it takes one to know one. 
Yeah, because he was a mistletoe man. He's had zero interactions with this guy other than a brief breakfast dessert. Yeah. And yeah. and that's it. Yes. And he knows this is the guy. But, see, I mean, I guess if you are a mistletoe man, then you, you recognize. Uh, it's like the Highlander. Yes. Right? You get a feel. You, there, there could be yeah. only one. Or like Buffy and vampires. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a spider sense or something. Yeah. Yeah, actually, maybe okay. we should have like a Mistletoe Man superhero themed Hallmark movie somewhere down the road. That'd be kind of amazing. Ooh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I doubt that's. I do. Like, I do like the Mistletoe Man's body te- body sense though. Like they went, you know, because they did hit it off. Ooh. Because he was a child of the movie. Yeah. Because you know they were just best friends. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They saw each other, spoke once, and I'm like, yes, this is the the parent parental figure I have been missing my whole life. Yeah. Well, so we go to a cut your own tree farm the next morning alex literally says i do not know how to use a saw yeah yeah i can only assume he was born like in manhattan well he was an army brat and he talked about that but i mean they don't have christmas tree farms i guess they don't or maybe saws i guess but yeah he's like a saw yeah you don't have like a shop class in high school i mean it's a saw you just make a sawing motion pretty obvious done and done yeah I mean, I'm pretty bad with a saw. I can figure out a saw. Yeah. I've done minimal work with a saw. They ended up having to dig that tree out of the ground like Clark Griswold. (laughs) No, they didn't. I'm kidding. They didn't. I wish they did. It would have been much funnier, but yeah. Yeah. So they had to get on a sleigh ride to take it back to town, and they got a picture taken on the sleigh ride, and it was was something. Did you get the impression the only way to – what happened to – how they get there? Did they walk there? They walked a few feet, it seems like. Okay. With some of the elf – Employees in the background. Sure. Not freezing. No, because it's not real winter. Right. It's Hallmark Holiday movie winter. So they walked a few feet out to cut down a tree, yep. and then yep. they had to sleigh ride a few feet back. Not necessarily. It wasn't a sleigh ride, though. It was like, it was like a it was like a wagon ride. Okay. It's like a wagon ride back. There was definitely not enough fake snow to sleigh it. Yeah. Well, we get another passport stamp. <laughs> at, Abby at this point goes, she sang, so like, those two like each other. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Next, we went to an ugly sweater party. Alex, all in for the ugly sweater party. This was Yo, his yes. yes, yes. It was like the make your own ugly sweater, and they presented it as if the ugly sweater party was some sort of like decades long tradition and not something that just like That's appeared out of the blue not so long ago. It's relatively new. It's a yeah. new tradition, and it was like the ugly sweater was traditionally a you would wear a ugly holiday sweater that people would wear that. They didn't wear, no, that was ugly. It was, you know, ironic. Yeah. And when you make your own ugly sweater, it just kind of feels like you, you miss the joke of what an ugly sweater is. And that was what the entire party felt yeah. like to me. Yeah, yeah. I have a holiday sweater that I wear to the office yeah. around Christmas. So do I. And you have called it an ugly sweater before. Yeah. This has hurt me. Well, I also have an ugly sweater that Yours I wear. is ugly. It is. Thank Mine you. is lovely. Yeah. It has it has a pair of moose yeah. on it. Moose? And Muskas. Muskas. Miska Muskas. It is... Mickey Mouse? It is lovely. It is lovely. Yeah. You actually have a very nice, very nice Christmas sweater. No, you can't take it. Holiday that. sweater. You call it ugly. Okay. I don't think I... I, I, don't, I don't remember doing this. I'm sure it was said in jazz. I'm not... I'm not but... Anyway, uh, ugly sweater party. So, at one point, the Christmas council comes by. It's kind of like, oh, look at you two decorating sweater. And Alex says... Or be dazzling it or something, and, and Alex says, I'm going to shine so bright, Rudolph is going to go blind. And wild laughter ensues from anyone within earshot of the table. Because he's the funniest person on earth. I I, I was la- for me. I was laughing so hard I was crying. Tears I missed the next three scenes. I could not <laughs> I would think about that line again. I would start laughing uncontrollably again. So it was just the best. So the ne- next yep. go, he's going to decorate the tree because she hasn't put ornaments on the nope. tree yet in the cafe. And he goes, well, let, let's go do that. And so they go over and just a massive product placement for Balsam Hill. Oh, yes. Which, they opened up just to make sure you see the Balsam Hill all the way up. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Love it. But so and earlier in the day, they had talked about ornaments, fancy ornaments from Berlin or something. And he looks at the ornaments and he goes, oh. These are from Berlin. Oh, gosh, yes. He was so surprised that they had fancy Christmas ornaments, as yeah. if the internet doesn't exist. Another, But it was another reason why, you know, Pickler starts to figure out, hey, maybe he's this writer. Cause I don't think she figured that out. I just think she knew that he was kind of like... one more to add to the list. Yeah, she thought it was... I don't think she ever put two and two together that he was... Because like, Sterling was 
beyond reproach for her, even though like he dropped like little accidental hints. Oh yeah. So anyway, they win the sweater contest, and I was upset about this because they panned down the row of sweaters. Yeah, the woman had an amazing one, right? There was yeah, the Christmas light sweater. Yes, which was great. What is with that? Also, did you see the guy? It was an all white sweater with like circles, and then a carrot. It was a snowman face. It sweater. was good. That one was yeah. good too. Yeah, those should have won. One hundred percent. I thought his was weak sauce. Yeah, Pickler and Alex like yeah. glued some tinsel to their shirts. Yeah, I mean, and then he oh, like, sorry, no. yeah, I, they, I, presumably they had the pick of Christmas sweaters. Why would you not give them the she's best Christmas the sweaters? President of Christmas Council. Maybe she's ruling with integrity and giving other people the better sweaters. I don't know. The the snowman. Well, one? no, everyone made their own. I'm talking about like the Hallmark movie, like Steve Hallmark. Yeah, who directs all of his movies, <laughs> um, and also owns them all and writes them all. Isn't he a reclusive oil baron? Of course he is. Well, yeah, well, he... he, Yeah, but, I mean, he could be. He could just do it all remote via Skype. Um, But, uh, but if you're looking at the Christmas sweaters, why wouldn't you say, oh, maybe it was, like, a size thing? I don't know, but... Well, I was mad at this point, and I said, like, why didn't the snowman one win? And Abby said, you know, Dad, it's an ugly sweater party. So maybe the ugliest ones win? Yeah. Mm. And she said, there's a quote, it's an ugly sweater contest, not a joyous and beautiful sweater contest. Ah, well, this is really up. Amster got it right. She was right. She got it right. Yeah. And I said, you know what? You're yeah. correct. Yeah. They had the ugliest sweater. They did. They did. So, fine. Uh, meanwhile, Sterling's article comes out about the Sugarloaf Lodge. So he gets back there to, to go home for the night, and there are people everywhere. Yes. Because there was a, you get the Sterling bump. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. you know, that's how it goes. I know, but before. Every, every holiday season, you know, my wife and I, you know, wait to see where our favorite travel writer is. Yeah. And then we just pick up everything and fly out there. That's, yeah. how, that's how that works. Christmas cruise. Oh, yeah. From well, now on, oh, we're doing a Christmas oh, okay. cruise. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, no. we wait until last minute, you know, <laughs> to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. And then we panicked, try and find reservations at a place, that, you know, yeah. where everybody else is going. That's how, the, that's how life works. I haven't been home in 10 years because of my career. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, so we're back at the Sugarloaf Lodge. Actually, later in the in the movie, Pickler calls it the Sterling Masters Spike. Oh. So that, that happens to Sugarloaf. We're excited about it. Sugarloaf? Sugar Plum? I don't know. Sugar Sugarloaf is a ski area somewhere, right? We are going to call it Sugar Plum. Sugar Plum. Okay, Sugar Plum Lodge. All right. Anyway, so uh, Sterling, this is when Sterling shows up, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah, they're at because they're at the cafe the next day. Yeah, yeah. The diner and, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on, buddy?" And Alex is like, "We don't know each other, Sterling." Yeah, Sterling, dude, he is a goob. He's a supremely stupid man. <laughs> like a supreme, and this is kind of like he's not an evil person. No, he is a, just a stupid person. Like a, just like not a smart person. Yeah, like which is why I thought we'd see him in more silly hats. Yeah, it would have been nice. Yeah. Why not have them in those silly hats? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why waste them all on like on little Easter eggs on the wall? Why not just like bust them out? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, Sterling's not going to help with the book. I, mean, I wrote down what a cheese ball. Yeah, it was accurate. Um, and we learned pretty quickly that he's after Aria. So yeah, he decides he is for whatever reason. Yeah. So anyway, this is at this point, I asked Abby. I said, "What did you think of Sterling?" And her her reply was so good. I made her recreate it and I recorded it. So I'm gonna play that for you guys now because this this cracked me up. Uh, let's see if I can get this to work right. Uh, here we go. Okay, so this is my daughter on um, her thoughts about Sterling Masters. Abby, what do you think about Sterling? No, thank you. <laughs> She was not interested in Sterling. Also, at one point, she said the word crushing. She said that Aria was crushing on Alex. Oh. That was was concerning to me. I'm not sure I'm ready for for that kind of thing. She's a first I don't know where she heard about that. Yeah. Well, actually, I do, because we... My wife and I look at her like, where did you hear about crushing? Really funny. Well, everybody at school says it. Oh. Oh. It's starting way earlier than I was prepared for. So... Anyway, now I'm all thrown off and confused. But, yeah, so Sugarloaf is messing, meddling, right? What's her name? Leslie? Was it Leslie? Maybe friend? Leslie, but we call her Sugar. Leslie. Sugarloaf. Sugar, Sugar, Sugar Plum. Plum. Let's call her Sugar Plum. Sugar Plum. I'm writing down Sugar Plum for my friend. 
So she's kind of meddling. She's trying to set her up with Sterling. And you start to feel bad for Alex because Alex was crushing on. Yeah, Arya, yeah. and they sure. seem to get along very well. After the Christmas tree cutting down, I mean, in, in almost every one of these movies, somebody cuts down a Christmas tree together. Yep. And that's like the beginning of the romance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I fell in love with Sarah. Sure. That's how everybody does. Yeah. That's how it works. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cut on a Christmas tree. Otherwise, otherwise, how do you know it's for real? Right. Exactly. So we learn that Sterling wants to stay, and he's he's starting to to be interested in Arya too. So we've got you know a bit of a triangle situation starting. Yeah, yeah. And and up. Alex like, no, doofus. Why would you stay? This will ruin everything because I'm going to keep on writing articles, and you need to not be here because people will put two and two together, which is true. Yeah. Don't forget the contract. Yeah. Well, and that's I just kept saying like, what about the contract? Now the whole time was like, hey, hey, doofus. No, wait. Why do I do this? You are such a doofus. Why? I'm such a kind person to be best friends with you because you are just not bright. Which is very true. Yeah. Also not nice. I don't, th- I don't think he did it in any sort of meaner spot. I don't think he realized that he, Alex and uh, Pickler were like crushing. I, don't, I think he was just very... He was just not a bright person. He's self-absorbed. Yes, self-absorbed. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. none of it, I don't think any of it was done in malice. Because intelligence level aside, yes. you can pay attention to and others you know around what? you. And this is this is right. I don't think it had anything to do with intelligence. I think he was a very bright man because he definitely understood, like, to, like he understood, like, social media. And he understood all of those things. Like, he was a very smart man when it came to, like, just the plan he had from college to become this Sterling Masters travel guide. He, like... Right recruited Alex to do this with him. Or maybe they came up with together. It's a very smart man, but very self-absorbed and unaware of, like, his surroundings, I would say. I don't think he did anything in malice. I think he was just... I think that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which made this a very weird movie because there really was no, like, there was no conflict, really. It was just like, how much longer before, you know, Alex, you know, before Sterling puts it together and gets out of the way and then Alex and Pickler can go and... Yeah. So... We see, we fast forward to the Christmas dance. Alex was rocking it at the dance. He did a great job. Yeah. He asks her to dance. She was excited to yes. dance. They had a great conversation. Yes. And then Sterling walks in and she literally says, you're a good friend, Alex. Bam, friend zone. And then she moves on. Just fine. She's, she's allowed to just be friends with him. Yes, totally yes. true. Yes. But not at all what I think. We're starting to, we're starting to cheer for Alex, I think, yeah. at this point. Yeah, yep. And I think part of also what's kind of funny is that you know, Pickler also just was not aware of her emotions. Their their banter back and forth, especially at the beginning of this, was not good. Like trying to be, you know, I'm I'm the saucy restaurant gal, and I'm not buying your shtick and antics, Mister Big Town guy. It wasn't like charming, fun banter though. It was just it, it wasn't got my there. favorite. It did toward it, the it end. It got there. This, this movie grew into being. I so I thought it it started off. Really low. Yeah, it was not anywhere near the rough. Christmas tree. It was yeah, like it was you know, yeah, this was the ornament that you know we all we just know we're not going to put up because it just we it was like a it was like a white elephant gift from like someone that we can't remember from like 15 years ago, but we don't want to throw it away. It's the one you look at, and you go, yeah, it's yeah. a fine ornament. Yes, yeah. someday I'll tell that. Story. Yeah, it's a great story. and then I feel like it grew into like a it was like a, an ornament where. You know, it was a white elephant gift from a friend, and there's a funny story behind it, and so you put it on the tree to kind of remember that. Yeah. So it's still not, it's not an ornament you'd want to put No, it's not an ornament my child made, that's for sure. (laughs) So, fun part here in the dance, the Christmas Council shows up, and they take Sterling to the VIP table. Yeah. Christmas Council gets its own table. Smallest table I've ever seen, by the way. Well... You know, you had to have rooms for all the for all the people that were there for the Sterling Spike. Exactly. And then, so Alex goes out to Salt, won't join them at the table. And, you know, what's his name? Sterling just kind of kind of spills the beans a couple times there at the table. Oh, yeah. He's, he's not good at secrets. Mm-hmm. Self-absorbed, not good at secrets. And also did not read his own website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, Pickler's starting to figure it out a little bit. We get to, I, I don't remember, at the, we're at the diner the next morning or something, that the boys are talking about Aria a little bit, and Sterling wants, or Sterling says, you know what, I won't ask you to be my wingman, too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, self-absorbed. Very rude. And Abby, again, said, awkward. Yeah. But yeah, so we're, we're at the, we get to the tea party, and Pickler's really figuring it out at that point, because he, he doesn't know his teas, and he's talking about him from being from Japan. Well, and she, Korea, he right? orders for her? 
Yeah. Which, which was insane. Yeah. It was insane. I hope you don't mind me taking the liberty to order for you. And right after she said, she said, you have to get this you know, tea to Alex. Yeah. You know, before Sterling showed up, get, you have to get this tea. It's the best tea, the Christmas tea or whatever it was. And then he knew that Alex was allergic to mint or something like that. I don't know. There's some kind of an allergy thing that came up. No, it was there was an allergy thing that came up for sure. Like, so she knew that he was like, they knew each other more than that. Yeah. But they lied about it. But I think that she, she I think she realized, was realizing that he did not write for the website. I never got the impression that she ever put two and two together that they like were business partners. Okay. Um, because like she just kind of bought every weird lie that he told. Yeah. And then, but it was also like really weird about like, well, Sterling, how do you? You weren't here for this stuff, so how do you know? Oh, I have people. And then like, well, how? Then he, she, he would like tell stories about stuff and get the details wrong, and she had it all memorized because she loved the writing so right. much. Right. So she was like, she was like, Sterling's not like, in, like he's not right on his website. If it were a game of Clue, by the time they get to the tea party, she knew that it was the wrench in the conservatory, and she was trying to figure out who the it might have been, Mister Colonel Mustard. Mm, or that was right. Might have been. Might have been. In my head, that sounded like it was funny. Yeah, yeah that's actually. I want to play Clue. Now. I'm playing Clue in a long time, and I want to play some Clue. I love Clue. Anyway, scavenger hunt next. Because you gotta have a scavenger hunt. Yes, you do. Started at the gazebo. Now this scavenger hunt, this thing took about ten minutes. And you write the month, that right? is that is how you scavenger. Yes. They were running. Yes. They were like knocking small children out yes. of the way. Yes. The dramatic actor lady was all like high fiving. Yeah. Because her and were, Alex got hooked together, even though it because like Sterling kind of was like, well, you gotta do it with me, Christmas Council Pickler. Yeah. And and it was uh, that was how you scavenger. Hunt. It is. It's number one how you scavenger hunt. Right. Yes, they got it right. You so know, it don't take like eighteen hours of a day to drive around a small town to do like you don't have coffee with people during a scavenger hunt. No, that's the wrong way to scavenger exactly. hunt. So Christmas scavenger hunt. This is you need to take note. Yes, this is how you do it. Hundred percent. So uh, we hear we hear Christmas scavenger hunt being the movie we watched last week. By the way, yes, yes. Not not the um, not the rhetorical Christmas scavenger hunt. You know, me, meaning other Christmas scavenger hunts. Yes. Because I'm sure there are so many out there. Yes. Uh, but I love the discussion, though. We get Sterling telling Pickler about how he did the running of the bulls. And she says, oh, how did you not get trampled? And he goes, we survived using our instincts. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. <coughs> and she kind of looks at him and goes, oh. Like, that impressed her. Yes. Because... Yes. Imagine surviving just with your instincts alone. I was impressed. I mean, if bulls are chasing you, the only way you're going, I mean, what other plan would you have other than, and there's only one running of the bulls scene. I mean, it's City Slickers, right? That's that's the penultimate running of the bulls. Yeah. With uh, the three of them, like, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we, we also see Sterling take a picture with the staff, which was, again, the elves that are just sort of <laughs> everywhere in yeah. short sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was amazing. Yes. So we see, we go back to the cafe. Sterling's already getting kind of bored. He's ready to move on. Um, except for Aria. It's the only reason he's staying. Yes, he's out. staying just for that. And he's completely uninterested in Christmas or the Christmas passport. Yeah. Or and or any of it. He just wants to kind of like, I guess, marry Aria. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's very strange. He's just not self-aware. Yeah. He's not, he's not aware of others around him. Yeah. She's kind of a shiny object, I think. I think that's exactly what it is. Like, this is a very neat human being, and I, who seems to really, yeah, he wanted to kind of be around her because of her presence, kind of, really. Yeah. Her peculiarity. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. how you describe it. Yeah. Peculiarity. Yeah. Because she didn't, she's kind of different. Sure. So, uh... We, we see them, so Patrick Duffy sees the boys chatting. He starts to realize something's up, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. And he comes over and he tells Alex the missile man, le- mistletoe man mistletoe legend. Mistletoe man legend, yep. Yeah. And it's a knight and a prince, and the prince is kind of arrogant, and the yeah. knight has a true heart. Yeah. And he goes and finds magic mistletoe for the princess, and yeah. then they end up together. And... It's kind of like a, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a weird meme thing almost, right? Where it's like, it's kind of dangerous incel territory almost where it's like, you know, you know, it's like, you know, the chat is over here and he's this wonderful big dude. But if you just got to know me, you know, you would really know that I'm the best, even though this big, awesome 
you know, dude, he, he's the, you think he's the best, but he's not. I was not a fan of the Mistletoe Man story. I, I think it could have done better. Yeah. It was kind of like this whole, like, fallacy that, you know, women don't know what's best for them. You know, men know. Men know what's best for them. And well, women, was, if only if women knew as much as men knew, then women would know they needed to be with this guy instead of that guy. That was, that was probably the most disturbing underlying theme of this entire movie, which was yeah. Patrick Duffy from the beginning. What was knowing better what... Hitler should have been. Yeah, and when Alex knew better and Sterling knew better, like they all knew what was best for her. Yeah, she, but she just had to like, you know, the whole movie rotated on her having to really figure out for herself, you know, what was best for her yeah. using the men that surrounded her. Also, yeah, Alex said, why are you working so hard? Because people are in town for the first time in a long time. This is my money job. <laughs> what do you mean, why are you working so hard, you Goober, like you put on an apron and help out. Yeah, you can I, dish up some pies, Alex. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, kill you. Yeah, she's like, I mean, she's in the red. This is no doubt. Like, this is she's going to use this day or this this season to keep the restaurant afloat for yeah. the rest of the year. The Sterling Spike, yeah, is good yeah. for her. She she's going to work working. That was insane to me. Yeah, yeah I know. Drove me nuts. Anyway, so we go to we're at the ornament auction next, and this is the, and again Sterling Spike. There's tons of people in the diner. For amazing this, the ornament, amazing. Auction. This part, this is when I really, I got so angry at Sterling at this point. Cause, kind of insane. Yeah, we have, we have the whole Mistletoe Man story. Alex thinks, you know what, I'm going to bid on this fancy mistletoe yeah. from Berlin, the yep. mistletoe ornament. Puts down 500 bones. Like, everyone's chipping in like five bucks it, for this thing. It's a silent it auction. 500. But at the end of the day, this is Alex's fault. It's a silent auction. You don't just put a number down and then assume that no one's going to... Right. He did not pay it. He could have done a thousand and one. Yes. Yeah. Or a thousand and ten, or yeah. whatever. Whatever right? the minimum bid yes. amount is, I suppose. But yeah, he just so he he gets outbid by Sterling, and uh, Abby goes, Abby goes, I vote dump Sterling. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Abby, you are yes, correct. Yes, that's correct. Wow. So yeah, then we find out Pickler's going to go on a date to Kringle's restaurant. I don't know why does it have to be called Kringle's. I don't know. Is that some? It's is like this a, another holiday pop-up charity fancy restaurant? Fancy one, I guess. It's the fancy one. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't get the sense that everything in Middle Earth is Christmas themed. But right? it seemed like everything was. But though. it did. Yeah, like everything had to be. Everything was like Christmas themed, which I think. They're just doing it wrong then. Yeah. Because then people are only going to think that it's worth going to your town at Christmas time. But, I mean, take what you've got, right? If you have There's a thing, you lots of stuff lean to, into it. Lots of stuff to do with the, like the extreme sports ski resort in the summer, I'm sure, as well. You could do mountain biking. And sure, sure. Frisbee stuff. golf. Frisbee golf. Frisbee sure. golf, I'm sure. Is Sounds some, amazing. You know, some real strong frisbee golf. Picnicking. Yes. If you're a picnic enthusiast. For sure. You go there. So, Yeah. Pickers going on a date, and Abby goes, she just needs to listen to her dad about this, because Sterling stinks, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, she can make her own decisions, too. This is a really good, like a teachable moments here for Abby in this yes. movie, which is good. Um, yeah, so then Sterling totally blows the cover at, at dinner. You know, the, he doesn't have the passport, and she realizes it was Alex the whole time. And yeah. he just totally reaches the contract. At this yes, point. and and then even, like, add something to it where it was like, I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a book deal if you don't if you continue to lie about the this, this stuff. And he was like, I don't, I don't need you to give me a book deal, dude. Yeah. And he never like was like, I'm gonna give you a book deal. And it's like, I don't want a book deal from you. And like, I'm gonna give you a book deal, which was like the, uh, the entire like movie they were running through this. So we knew that Alex was the good guy. He wasn't doing this for the book deal. Right. And it was just Sterling who thought that you know he needed to like you know bribe his best friend. Yeah. Yes. Bananas. Bananas. So we go to the we go to the diner the next morning. The boys are there for breakfast. Pickler's really mad at Alex. Can't even talk to him. Just and and she's correct to be mad at yeah, him. Both of them. Yes, they were both were stinky. Yes, yes. So Sterling, though, this was this conversation was bonkers. We got Sterling and Alex talking. It's basically, hey man, you cool? Yeah man, no big deal, right? That probably should have been a fight. Maybe like yeah. maybe like. Come, come, you know, fisticuffs going and come, like, come or, to blows. You know, or even like, you know, it could be a dull moment where, like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty angry about this. Kind of done with you. I, would, I, I think you need to kind of explain to her that I never wanted this book deal. Yeah, this and is your fault. Yeah, you did this and that's this. But you know, at the end of the day, she's also a grown woman, and if she chooses not to talk to you after finding out that the relationship was built on lies, 
That is her decision. It's totally her decision. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, but I mean, the way that just this wrapped up between the two, it was like that one we watched I don't know, a couple weeks ago where the, they, she broke up with original boyfriend. Yes. And he's like, yeah, okay. See you out yeah, there. Good cool. talk. Yeah. Right? Good chat. Same, same right. deal here. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm just going to take care of that contract. Not gonna be, that's not how contracts work. Not how contracts work. And, so then he's, yep, and I'm going home to, make, to see my parents, and we're going to be partners now, and you go ahead and write whatever you want on the website and use your real name because everybody will just understand that that's how this works. That's not how websites work either. No. Like, who is this Alex clown? Right? Yeah, and, and who's – I mean, what decade are we in that we care about who's writing what on the website? Yeah. Why do we need to put – like? why does it have to be Sterling every yeah. time? Sterling can have buddies yeah. that write for the website. Yeah, so maybe that's what they did, but that that like five minute wrap up of all of those loose ends. Yeah, that one. That's why this is going to stay on the back of the Christmas tree for me. It, it this this ornament staying on the back. Yeah, at best. So yeah, I think as we talk about this one, I think it is. I think it is getting off the Christmas tree for me at this point. Maybe it was fun. I, I enjoyed. Oh, I enjoyed it. Like um, at some point, I bought this ornament and I enjoyed it at one point. <laughs> but as I've accumulated more ornaments, it's not going to fit on the back of the tree. There's an ornament I bought when I was in college for my little <laughs> dorm Christmas tree, and I have fond memories of that. But you know, it's not like you know, I'm not going to throw it away. Yeah, it's it's an it's early just, ornament, but it's not necessarily a, you know, there's no great memories other than I've owned it for a long time. I'll ornament stay in the ornament box. No, okay, oh, 100 in the ornament box. box. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Alex is going to the airport, and then finally, oh, so he he leaves the box. He gets the he gets the missile tournament back from Sterling. Yes, Alex does. Yes, Alex leaves the box on the counter. It says to Aria, "Love Alex." That seemed aggressive. That was that is a red flag. You can get a just no. Stay away from to, him. You have to pay attention to your labels. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was that was a bit much. You are friends at most. You are like friendly acquaintances at this point. Yeah. Writing love is aggressive. This is twice now in these movies we've we've seen the word love come up. The last one was the the old flame, right? The high the high school flame, and at the end she says, I love you. Oh, I did I missed that. Really? I thought we forgot about it by now. Yeah. yeah. Well, so this well, is twice. That but that makes more sense though. Here. I can. I think we can. That like, makes some because sense. Because it's like you know, they were like they were you know, in high school they were very much in love, and you know maybe they just the feelings didn't go away, and they both you know came back and they realized after spending this day together that you know those feelings were real. They weren't just high school, yeah. you know, you know stomach aches, and maybe we you know I I know I, I loved you then, I still love you now. This is weird. This is weird. You don't just like you don't like have you don't lie to somebody for two weeks or however long it was. Uh, lie about everything, basically, yeah. about what you do and who you are, and then write love on a box. This is red flag city. Yeah. Like even if, and it might have been one of those you stick the label on, right? Mm -hmm. But you you look. I mean, if you're starting out a relationship, you're careful. You're, you're looking like, oh man, I better find mm -hmm. a from. I need a. I yep. need a to and from. I can't go yeah. too long. This was handwritten in like a fine cursive oh, script. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. kinds of red flags there. Anyway. Uh, Pickler tells her dad, she tells Patrick W., you know what, I think I sent the wrong guy home. And then he shows her the website. And Patrick Duffy also said the word smitten. Oof. I can't I can't handle that word. Yeah. I don't like that word. Yeah. Don't say that word. Ugh. Yeah. Man, especially Pat when you're Patrick Duffy, you should know better. Smitten. So anyway, we see Alex packing up and he looks he leafs through the through the passport and I paused it. And we looked and he, he was missing what was it? Uh, Chestnut Canyon. Which Chestnut Canyon is brought up the entire movie. Yeah, that was Craig's like By Craig's project. thing. Yeah. yeah, Craig put a lot of work into this. A lot of work in it. Nobody wanted to go there. It looked lovely. It seemed like a wonderful little trip. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, the ladies are in on this now. So you know, Ooh, yes. sugar sugar plum lodge gal and failed actor swipes the keys. Failed actor gives the performance of her life. Yes. By the way. Yes. Yes. And he goes out. We've got a car waiting for you just outside the door. Who is it? Craig. Yeah. Craig's there to take him off to Candy Cane Canyon or whatever it was. Well, to take Chestnut him off to Canyon. the airport. Yes. But first they have to stop off yes. at Chestnut Canyon. Yep. He's literally kidnapping him here, right? Like, well, I, and this I want is, to this... leave. You are not letting me leave this town. You're taking me to a canyon. Like, you know what happens at canyons? 
people fall into the canyon. It's true. I'm not going with anybody that I don't. Well, I mean, they did roast marshmallows yeah, together, I, but how I, well does he really know Craig? It'd be well enough, I think, where it's like okay. He actually said he knows Craig better than his neighbors, so I guess yeah. you know at this point maybe maybe he just doesn't have a sense of boundaries, maybe. and that's why he's saying you know, he's got love on yeah. the present box. Yeah. I didn't I didn't feel like you know Craig being an Uber driver at this point bothered me so much because he was just giving him giving him a lift. They spent a lot of time together. Yeah, you know that was fine. I think he didn't like say you know say you know Dad I'm gonna miss you. I'm just I'm joking about yeah. all this. Yeah, but yeah. you know I love that it was Craig. Yeah, well it had to be Craig because he had to give the the, the mistletoe man one more good speech. Yeah, Craig mm-hmm. seems like a stand up dude. Yeah, a little awkward. He was a little awkward. Yeah, but I think his heart was in the right place. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Uh, so they get to like this tunnel made out of Christmas lights and then clearly a green screen. You know, there, I don't think there was actually a canyon there. No. They had the, like the fakest shooting star of all time. Oh, I didn't realize there was even anything in the background there. All I saw was this, like the, the like the weird. Well, this is kind of at the end. I'm jumping yeah. ahead a little bit. but Because I, I never saw a canyon. Total fakey shooting star. Oh, wow, I missed that too. This stinks. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, you would, oh, the uh, she said, Pickler says something like, your writing opened my heart. And I said, ew. But, and Abby goes, Dad, it's a Hallmark movie. It's supposed to be ew. Uh, it's so perfect. It's so funny. It's supposed to be ew. And it's crazy. he's found that, you know, all this traveling that he's wanted to do, it's just because he hasn't found the right place to he be. He found home. Yeah, he found it. And now he did. Yeah. In Middle Earth, Utah. Middle Earth, Utah. So they kiss. There's the fake shooting star. I thought it was going to be credits at that point, but no. Yeah, so did I. They fooled me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had to go back for one more Patrick Duffy appearance. Yeah. Which was great. And then they're they're having, I don't know if it's Christmas morning or what, but they're they're sitting down for a meal with Craig and Craig's wife, mm-hmm. her significant other. There's a... Yep. Yep. Like yeah, yeah. Everyone's significant other. They had somebody yep. there. Yep. And then but the, just the red-haired lady and Leslie. Yep. No others. With them, and then we have Patrick, and then Pickler, and of course Alex. Yeah, and they're just one big happy family. They are. He found what he was looking for. He traveled around the world just to find Middle Earth, Utah, and Kelly Pickler. Credits. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. That's it. It was fun. I enjoyed that. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. That, I was very worried about that when it started. I was like, oh, they're not even trying. Yeah. And then they put in just like a little bit of trying. I was like, okay, I can appreciate this. Yeah. The banter, got, the banter got a little better. I mean, there, the chemistry between the two love interests was just not there at the beginning. And it was hard to get on board with, okay, these are going to end up together. Because there really was, like, if Alex is, you know what, I'll, I'll get Sterling here for you. Don't worry about it. Then there was no, like, reason for them to even interact as much as they did. But it's fine. It worked in the end, I guess. Yeah. Kind of. So. Yeah. Yeah. What would you give this one on a scale of one partridge to 12 drummers drumming? I'm going to give it five golden rings, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe even... Yeah, I, so I think I would have given it a higher... But, you know, the more I thought about like her not just being allowed any agency, really... Yeah. Yeah, we're like, you know, you know, it was like this assumption that, like, and how no one was like, no, you don't get to buy, buy her, order her drink for her. Yeah. As we've, the more we've talked about it, the more that that yeah. has annoyed me about yes, this movie. Yes. yes. Where and everyone's just kind of, why are you just working hard at stuff? You need to relax. Like, no, no, do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. This is obviously important to you, and you understand. Like, like there was there any thank you from the town for getting this going? Like, Christmas Council is a thankless job, Dan. Apparently, but like, not even those the Christmas Council said thank you because they seemed unaware that she had done this. Because this was as like, in her role as president of the Christmas Council, she like went out and just saved the town apparently, and not uh, yeah. So I think five golden rings. I think I'm a generous five golden rings. I gave it six geese a laying. Okay, but I'm gonna go with six geese a laying like minus minus at this point. Yeah, so it's like it was fun. It was a fun movie, but the more you get into some of these kind of subtexts, sure. The more annoying I am, the more annoying. Yeah, I am. It's like I six geese a laying, but like one of them's not good laying much more, much longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Abby liked it. She gave it nine ladies dancing. Nice. Okay. Mostly, I think she just likes the idea of nine ladies dancing. Hey, so I, I do not argue with that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I enjoy watching these movies. That's super fun. I am a little worried about it. I'm, some of the messaging. I mean, because these are these are not reality, obviously. Right? No. So we have to work hard to yes. convey that to her. Yeah. But, yeah. This is the exact opposite of reality. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Fiction in the most truest of sense. Yeah, it's great. Yes. Uh, actually, then after this movie. I had like three minutes because you know the recording goes a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. The next movie was Switched for Christmas with Candace Cameron Bure, mm -hmm. and it started with a montage of city gal Bure versus country gal yep. Bure, and it was awesome. I want to watch this one. Yeah, I yeah. I had it on for a little bit. I had a, I had something to do because I was I had an appointment for for after the after our, our movie, but I kept it on for a little bit, and I was like, you know, I've already seen this one. I don't think it necessarily. Because I'm not about recording it and watching it again later, but yeah, but I ended up not, so. Yeah. All right, sir, these are fun to do. we got to pick the next movie, right? We do. Actually, I think we picked the next movie last oh, time. Oh, did we? Yeah. What is it? Yes, we picked this one last time. I, I looked at the next week, which was... Oh, that's state. right. Yeah. It's at the wrong week. Those dates are hard. Too many of these things. So, uh, Saturday, November 16th, we're going to be watching Christmas Under the Stars. Christmas Under the Stars. Yeah, and it's a guy that doesn't like Christmas who ends up dating an astronomy teacher or something like that. Yeah, yes. sounds a little bit sounds a little bit out there. Sounds wonderful. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm excited. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Hopefully Have my any. Hopefully my heart will be warmed. Yep. Unlike my office, which is freezing cold. Yeah, sometimes that's mine, but yeah, we are we are cold these days. All right. Uh, anything else to, to say about this one? I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Yeah. This has been fun so far. We'll keep going and yeah. uh, give us some good ratings on different yeah. things, right? Is that what you're supposed to yeah, say? Yeah. Five that? stars on iTunes. Yeah. If you can, you know, uh, you know, leave us a review if you'd like. I always have to say leave a review wherever you want to leave a review. If you want to do it on iTunes, that's super cool. If you want to like, you know, if you borrow a book from the library and you want to like, you know, leave a, in the back of a book in the library, sure. I'm not going to get angry about that either. I, I neither condone nor yeah. you know. post a note on a friend's desk. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's um, good. I don't write in a library book. I'm uncomfortable with that. Okay. Don't do that. Uh, don't do let's that. see. Uh, you know, put it up somewhere like in a public space. Like, you know, like a, like a public bulletin a, board. A bulletin board. A bulletin sure. board somewhere. You can put it there as well. A gathering space. Yep. Yeah. 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 Enjoy these. These are fun. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. And until next time. Meet us at the gazebo! gazebo.